Hello, I'm Rhonda Nowak for the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. This is the Literary Gardener for April twenty second, twenty twenty one. The topic this time is create a booking calendar for kitchen garden guests. It's time to prioritize and select a specific number of each type of plants to invite as guests into your garden each season of the year, based on your food preferences, garden space, and how long you're willing to wait for the harvest. Nicole Johnsy Burke, Kitchen Garden Revival, 2020. We've been busy the last couple of weeks building the raised beds, borders, and pathways for our new kitchen garden. I'm really pleased with the way everything looks so far, but the project has stalled a bit. I'm still searching for just the right trellis for my vining plants, and I've been waiting for Jerry to come home from out of town with a truck so we can pick up the soil mixture to fill the beds. In the meantime, I've taken Burke's advice and given lots of thought to planning a year-round calendar for the kitchen garden. She suggests that we think of the kitchen garden as a guest house for plants, and creating a booking calendar for the guests helps to maximize the garden's potential for productivity. For years, I found the lists and the garden guide for the Rogue Valley very helpful for planning which vegetables to sow indoors, direct seed, and transplant outdoors during particular months of the year. After reading Kitchen Garden Revival, I have a better understanding of the factors involved in making successful decisions about what and when to plant in the garden. For instance, it's useful to know the local growing seasons, which Burke bases on average high temperatures. A cold or dormant season has an average high temperature of 30 degrees Fahrenheit or below. A cool season has average high temperatures between 35 and 65 degrees. A warm season has average highs of 65 to 85 degrees. And a hot season has average high temperatures of 85 degrees or higher. Based on these guidelines, the growing seasons where I live in East Medford, which is within USDA Hardiness Zone 8A or Sunset Climate Zone 7, are January, February, and March are cool season. April is a cool to warm season. May is a warm season. June is a warm to hot season. July and August is the hot season. September is hot to warm season. October is a warm season. November is a warm to cool season. And December is a cool season. Based on average high temperatures, my area in Medford doesn't even have a cold season. However, the wide temperature fluctuations from daytime to nighttime and from one day to the next make gardening year-round challenging. Several months of the year start off in one season and end up in another, with temperatures zigzagging wildly in between. One of the first things I learned about gardening in Medford is to always have plant protection ready, whether it's to provide shade on a scorching day or some warmth during a sudden cold snap, floating row cover to the rescue. Despite the challenges, Medford has a long official growing season of about 176 days. Although the average last frost date is April 27th and the average first frost date is October 20th, 
The last freezing nighttime temperature actually occurred this year on April the 11th, unless we have a freak cold snap. And the first freezing temperature last fall occurred on October 26th. Not only is warmer weather extending the growing season in our area, but there are also crops such as brassicas that really don't mind a light frost before harvesting. Burke provides a useful way to think about the particular plants that will thrive in our kitchen garden during each season. The plants we want to grow in the kitchen garden fall into nine plant families that share characteristics and cultivation needs, such as their size, growing habit, and the temperature range within which they will thrive. Here are six cool season plant families and the size of the plants for planting the space they will need in the garden. They can be planted out as early as January or early February with protection during cold nights and the hardest winter rains. Small plants can be sown in succession. Others can be planted again in the fall for the second cool season or to overwinter in the garden. APSCI which are small to medium-sized plants, include carrots, celery, cilantro, dill, fennel, parsley, and parsnip. Astraceae, which are small to medium plants, include lettuces, radicchio, and endive. Amaranthaceae are small to medium plants. That includes beets, spinach, and Swiss chard. And brassica, CI, are medium to large plants that include cabbage, arugula, kale, broccoli, cauliflower, radish, mustard, and collard greens. Amarilla, CI, are small plants that include onions, garlic, leeks, and chives. And fabaceae are medium to large plants that include shell, sugar, and snack peas. Here are four warm season plant families and the size of the plants in each category. They can be planted in the kitchen garden in late April and May with protection during cold nights and the hardest spring rains. We wish, right? These include the cucurbitaceae, which are large plants such as cucumbers, watermelons, and squash. Solanaceae, medium to large plants, tomatoes, tomatillos, peppers, eggplant, and potatoes. Lamiaceae, medium-sized plants that include mint, basil, lemon balm, oregano, thyme, rosemary, and sage. And again, Fabaceae, which are large plants, again, pole beans, bush beans, and dried beans. My kitchen garden only receives six hours of direct sunlight each day during the summer. So I'm going to grow peas and beans on the trellis and avoid growing plants in the other three particularly heat-loving families. Burke recommends making use of every square inch of growing space in the kitchen garden, not only to maximize production, but also to reduce weeds from commandeering bare soil. She says for each square foot, plant six to 12 small or short plants, four to six medium-sized plants, and one large or lengthy plant. For raised beds that are accessible on all sides, plant the lengthy plants on the trellis. The large plants are planted in the middle, medium plants around the large plants, and then small plants in the front. 
If there's room, border the garden with low-growing annual flowers that attract pollinators, such as nasturtiums, marigolds, alyssum, or pansies. Okay, my kitchen garden booking calendar is filled up. Now, I need to go shopping for a trellis. My gardening to-do list this week includes plant some potatoes. I'm experimenting with grow bags. Transplant my hardened off starts into the garden. Direct seed, beets, carrots, cilantro, and Swiss chard. Prune my photinia bushes so the branches are off the ground for better air circulation underneath the hedge. And I'm going to try to pot up my house plants before setting them outside. And that's it for the Literary Gardener this time. Thanks so much for listening and happy gardening.